ex Deo nascimor, in Jesu morimor, per spiritum sanctum ore vivissimus. It's not widely known what this means, especially since it's expressed in Latin, which is hardly studied anymore. This formula contains the secret to the entire process of transfiguration from our present state of me, myself, and I to our potential union with the divine. Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we share the introductory presentation to our latest public talk. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly webinars on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. The path of transfiguration is the transformation of our soul from its life led by the personality in the earth field of matter to its original life as a divine being, a being who carried out the divine will in service to the world and humanity. It is this path of transfiguration that is offered and supported by the Golden Rosy Cross. This path of return to our divine origins has always been offered to humanity in various forms and in many stories that suit the time, the place, and the culture. Last month, we spoke about the hermetic gnosis and its manifestation in Egypt. And we have previously spoken about the Hindu gnosis as revealed in the Bhagavad Gita. This week, we are speaking of the Christian Gnosis. What is Gnosis? Gnosis is the thread that runs through all truly spiritual paths of transformation. The word Gnosis comes from the Greek word for knowledge, specifically knowledge of God, and more specifically, firsthand experiential knowledge of God. It is something that we are meant to experience ourselves. This knowledge, this inner wisdom, helps us to penetrate the essence of life and to put truth into action. Gnosis is not just force, radiation, or light. Gnosis is a radiation of the eternal realm that is recognized by the seeker and consciously accepted so that it can be united with the human being. In English, this Gnostic formula for transfiguration reads, born of God, died in Jesus, reborn through the Holy Spirit. It refers to the steps we must take on this path of return, expressed in the Christian terminology of God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. What does that mean for us now? The first step is to be born of God. The circulation of divine light starts within us, beginning from the spirit spark in the heart sanctuary, 
which provides the potential connection with the Gnostic light, with the divine origin known by many names in Christianity known as God. We all carry the seed for this process and for this new perspective on life. It is the birth of the light in the human heart. The second step is died in Jesus. After many Gnostic impulses are received in the heart sanctuary, a new state of consciousness arises in the head sanctuary. At the same time, the ego gradually diminishes, i.e. is in the process of dying. Our consciousness experiences the desert of life and recognizes the emptiness and futility of everything that we have gained in the material world. At the border of our possibilities, we seekers see the truth, the higher state of awareness for which we have been yearning, and we surrender to it. The heart sanctuary and the head sanctuary approach each other. The head hands over the reins to the heart to lead us further on the path of transfiguration. And then the third step is reborn through the Holy Spirit. Until the time when the Holy Spirit appears, three states of consciousness are present simultaneously within the human being. The influences of each one are felt, one after the other, or even simultaneously, as we learn our life lessons the ego, the seeker, the developing new soul. In this step, the entire subtle form is transfigured into a new being who acts in and for the Gnosis, supported by the Holy Spirit that is now active in the structure of the new soul. The sanctuary of life is responsible for our actions and now we can see changes in our activities. We are talking here about our soul, transformations of our soul. It is our consciousness that is able to proceed from its current egocentric state to unity with the universal divine, literally. But as time goes by, our understanding of the world around us and the universe in which we live has changed as we have changed. Rather than the lofty philosophical statements in the Corpus Hermeticum or majestic stories about the adventures of Arjuna and his guide Krishna or stories about Jesus and his disciples. Now we find many sites on the internet, which is in itself a major change in our relationship with each other and the universe about how to raise your vibration. 
The statement of the great inventor and futurist Nikola Tesla has been repeated many times and will repeat it once more here. If you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So rather than trying to apply these ancient stories to ourselves, rather than trying to think of ourselves as being as heroic as Arjuna or as good as Jesus, we can understand ourselves as subject to energies and frequencies that we cannot see, but can experience only through their effects, such as our smartphones that function as our connection to everyone and everything, such as remote controls, such as the frequencies of visible light, which we see only through its reflection from something, such as the medical uses of radiation, such as feelings that we have about someone, such as the intuition that we have about something, and the list goes on. We know that these radiations affect us, and some of us are more sensitive to certain wavelengths than others. How do these energies and frequencies affect us personally and bodily? We see here the structure of our personality, much of it invisible to our normal vision. The personality resides in a microcosm, a large spherical receiving station that filters the radiations we receive according to what we attract or reject. The microcosm, which is like an electromagnetic filter, is like a miniature universe around us. We can visualize it, shown here as the sphere around the figure, as similar to the larger solar system around us and the even larger universe beyond that. In the center of our microcosm is our physical body. It is enveloped by our etheric body shown here as the white outline around the physical body. The etheric body is made up of fine particles invisible to most of us but visible to some people as auras or ghosts. The etheric body interpenetrates and supports the physical body. The astral body is the next and most subtle part of the personality, seen here as an oval swirl around the physical body. It is the body of our desires. Our mental body still in development is shown here by a dim sphere around the head, similar to halos in Renaissance paintings. This overview is a brief description of a complicated system that we call the human being, which is the perfectly equipped instrument for the Gnostic process of transfiguration from mortal being to divine being. Part of our perfectly equipped instrument is a system of chakras that serve as centers of energy transfer between our body and the world around us. 
through the chakras, we attract vibrations that resonate with our state of consciousness. These vibrations are then transmitted from our astral body and through our etheric body, affecting our material being. A certain vibration can unfold the process of transfiguration in this human system. It all starts in the spirit spark in the heart. When the spirit spark is activated by the divine light, then it can transmit this light throughout the human system, changing and transmuting us down to the level of the individual self. Born of God, died in Jesus, reborn through the Holy Spirit. Through these energetic connections, we can assimilate the energies and frequencies that allow us to be born of God. Energies and frequencies that are available to all of humanity everywhere. By a process of purification and the birth of the new soul, Jesus, we can attune ourselves with more refined energies and frequencies. Then we die in Jesus, giving ourselves up like the caterpillar who agrees to transform in order to become a butterfly. By further tuning ourselves to the high Gnostic frequencies, that are present in a Gnostic spiritual school, we are able to accept the energies and frequencies of the Holy Spirit that are present to help us in this Gnostic transfiguristic process as soon as we make that the focal point in our lives. We would like to close with some words from Angelus Silesius, who expressed the importance of this process with the following words. Though Christ a thousand times in Bethlehem be born and not within yourself, your soul will be forlorn. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.